It's Becca Hayes and Matt Johnson coming Hi. in hot. Hot, hot. I just got my hair cut, so it is hot. Ooh, do you want to show the people your haircut? No, I have, no. What? Come on. I got headphones. Don't be a pussy. Next time. Okay. <laughs> that being said, do you still have sugar on your feet? Yeah. Why do I have sugar <laughs> on my feet? So Matt and I, and this is not a fetish. Right. Like that sounds like a fetish. It's way. actually cotton candy sugar. So it's like the really still not it's a flavored, extra sweet. Oh, okay, what? like I've actually had like sugar on your feet before. No, I've had what? guys. <laughs> I've had people drop into my DMs like mm-hmm. guys slide in. You say slide, not drop. Do do women, I don't know. Maybe is it drop for men? I don't know. Because we they're like slide into our DMs. Yeah, I guess I it's drop know. for men. Drop it's for drop. Okay. okay, wait, first off, dude, like, mm-hmm. obviously there are plenty of men out there who have feet fetishes. I know a few. Uh, right? <laughs> are are there men, are, are there women that have uh, feet fetishes? Um, do women have that? I, I don't know if it's called, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, but I don't, I don't. I've never heard like any of my girlfriends talking. Like we've never been like, oh my gosh, his feet is so hot. They just make me want to. Maybe it's because men don't actually have hot feet. <laughs> well, and that's why. Like usually we will talk about men's feet, yeah. but it's all, it's all like, it's does nasty. he have nice feet or yeah. are they like gross? And it's actually shout out to my best friend, Blair. She has a thing for feet. Not a fetish, but it's like she always looks at the guy's feet and she's like, oh my gosh, his feet are fucked up. <laughs> Blair, the next time you're here, I'm going to have you judge my feet. What defines fucked up feet? It's like when you have those toes that are like talons, it's like they could go fishing. It's like a, it reminds me of a claw, like an eagle. You know how it swoops down and catches fish out of the lake? Those kind of feet are fucking scary. And I just spit all over my mic. For those of you watching us on the YouTube, you're welcome. How did we even get on this? Oh, yeah, yeah, sugar. I had sugar on my feet. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't want you to say that because I've... Literally had people in my DMs like want to see your feet, like Matt. Yeah, drop your socks. Let yeah. me see your and feet. And I never, never understood like why you women were so offended by it until that that moment. You really have women asking to see your feet for no, real? No, it wasn't one. I was trying to. Oh, be, as like, a man, I was trying not to be like. <gasps> I've had multiple. Stop it! No, I really have. Probably because you have such nice skin and like you're kind of a little bit more feminine looking. What? <laughs> I'm just trying. Listen, don't. Don't blame me. I'm just trying not. to figure out why they would ask you. What? You're soft skin. Look at it. It's it's very very nice. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. No, she's not. <laughs> anyway, what? But like no, so I I understand like why women at that moment I mm-hmm. understood why women felt violated when guys just like let me see your feet. Yeah, right? It's, it's like I don't know why. It's just weird. It's uncomfortable. So abrasive. Yeah. Right? Because I always joked around with it. I was like, man, you women, like, who have all, like, these guys being like, show your feet and I'll give you 12 grand. I'm yeah, like, it's just like, fuck wait, yeah, I will. <laughs> wait, who's giving 12 grand? Can you send them my way, please? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, you, see yeah. how we feel? Yeah. Yeah. So, But I'm, now I understand why mm-hmm. you're kind of abrasive by doing yeah. it. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, mm. So, anyways, I have sugar on my feet why well okay so just prior to podcasting today we went down in my basement and the kids love when i say the kids um his son tyken my, son, my two boys boston and tucker and you guys will you'll learn about jacob here in a little bit but jacob's son smith so they all four play together in my basement and i'm like <laughs> I just tell them, I'm like, hey, stay out of like a certain room in the basement. But, you know, everything else is, you know, on limits, on limits, limits, yeah. off limits. No, it's not off limits. On it's limits. Good to go. It's good to go. <laughs> everything is good to go. Um, and so they come down and play for hours. And I'm like, think it's, it's amazing because they're not upstairs. But now, just recently with you, we came down to look for some, um, you know, extension cords and things like that. And I walk around and I'm like, Oh my gosh, Matt. And he's like, what? I said, there's freaking cotton candy, pink <laughs> sugar 
everywhere. And then I look, and then I look at like beyond the spot that I'm looking at, it's covered my treadmill. The belt is completely in the pink cotton candy sugar. And I'm like, uh-uh. She's so mad that her treadmill is covered. And so well, I, yeah. But you say it like you say it like you use it. I do use it. I mean, it's been a hot minute, but normally no, you, I use is it, it. Is it pink sugar or just <laughs> pink dust? It doesn't really matter at this point. Probably a mix. <laughs> no, I can't believe it. I'm it's gonna take me like I'm not even gonna be able to get all of that out. Like it's under the belt, it's on top of the belt, and then it's like it's near like my drain, my shower drain area in the basement. And then, well, because people are probably wondering why I have pink sugar down in the basement. I know it sounds pretty sketch, but I have a cotton candy machine because one of my business ideas that failed <laughs> involved cotton candy machine. So that's why I still have it in my like basement. it's not abundant everywhere you go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Actually, there, there, there was this woman at the farmer's market and she made like cotton candy. It was really good. Though. See? Fresh cotton candy is the shit. Every kid loves it. I mean, I'm not. You just ain't got the cotton what? candy touch. I do have the cotton candy touch. I can whip up a mean cotton candy stick. Okay, don't test me. <laughs> or, or is this reverse psychology? Do you want me to go Maybe. plug the, the machine in and we can get no, it cooking? No, you're out of pink sugar. Oh, it's true. I just have the blue kind left. <laughs> no one likes the blue kind. But it's, you mm. can just like your kids. You can just say, "Hey, th thanks for making me envision me running on a beach." Oh my gosh, no, that is horrible. No one, you know, and the people that, the beach runners, no one really likes running on beaches. They're the freaking worst. It is so much harder. It's it's harder and-, and, and it hurts your feet. Right? Like, so because bad. it's not consistent. It's, 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 it's womped. It's got yeah. the, you know, the little like crevices. And then you, you know, what if you have a sand pit that a kid dug prior to you running, you're going to like break an ankle. Like it's horrible. Like running on beaches are just horrible. I remember every time I like, go and do it, I'm like going to feel so inspired, like kind of like a Rocky movie, you know? Well, like, yeah. In the movies, like, they make it look really appealing. Yeah. yeah. And so like you go and then all of a sudden you're like running and you feel like you've been running for so long and so far and you like are tired you're like oh my gosh that's so good and you look back Wait. you've gone like 10 feet <laughs> i haven't even hit so i haven't hit a quarter of a mile holy you're shit i'm out in. You're not even right yeah no i don't believe any of you runners that run on beaches that like actually enjoy it no it's horrible okay like, I, I can never get to the runners high on a beach it's like i haven't even left my porch on the, exactly the beach see you know what it, you know what's up yeah, so now I'm going to have to go, after this, I'm going to have to go clean up, like, probably, it looks like a pound of sugar. It's Maybe everywhere. more than that. And you oh. can't see it on the ground. Oh, yeah, on the green. The treadmill, you sure can, you because can it's it black. I mean, it's seriously just coated my treadmill. I'm going to be what, running on sugar for days. What, what was better is that right before we saw it, she was like, your son, I don't think that he's a child. Like, he's like an adult. He's so well-mannered, <laughs> just so good. It's we true. We go back there. I was like, you still think that? Because he was part of this. I'm like, that little shit. I thought you were, I was giving you all these props, thinking you're like basically a little adult. Not anymore, Tykin. You, he, he's good. He I, fooled I tried, me. I, yeah, I tried to tell you, like, he does have this sass in him. Mm. That, yeah. 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 Well, so. Anyways, okay, so welcome everybody. <laughs> we kind of went off on a tangent, but it was necessary like for us to workshop this sugar incident. Crime, I should say, actually. It we was a crime. To, we could start this one off sweet. Since oh. it's gonna go a little bitter. Oh, look at you. I like what you did there. Oh. Beautiful. Okay, so most of you that follow me on the Instagram, the Facebook, and everywhere else you know kind of what i've been going through and we are going to talk a little bit of politics actually not even really like i'm just going to tell you my experiences or like what's happening to me it's we're not getting like deep into politics i don't think we're we ever will but we are going to like talk about what's going on in the world today because it's it pertains to you know and affects everybody's lives yeah i think when it comes to you i think people are i mean I think you you are making a political statement because it involves politics. Mm -hmm. But I think more than anything with you, it's more about ethics yeah. and how humans treat other humans. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of your anger and frustration comes from is mm -hmm. just... Be a decent human being. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like that's more... And... I, and 
it, it's interesting to watch the comments and pe- what people are saying. They're missing the undertone of of that message. Oh, completely. Right? I mean, a lot of people are getting it, and a lot of people feel. I would say majority of those comments are backing me up and feeling the exact same way I'm feeling and even have this has happened to them, you know, exact same places that I've gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just be a decent human being. And people don't even realize, like, you know, we talk about being divided as a nation. Do your part. Don't be divided. Look how you're treating other people. Why don't you treat them with love and kindness and respect? Yeah. I think it's like that double-edged sword that we have to talk about. Like when we talk about, are you for masks? Are you against masks? Mm -hmm. Are you liberal? Are you a Republican? Whatever, whatever that is, there's a double-edged sword to everything that we're saying and doing Mm -hmm. that you have to understand. And a lot of it will come down to how you're treating others, Mm -hmm. the policies and, 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 and not only that, but respecting each other's beliefs mm-hmm. is so important right now, even if you don't agree with it. Um, you know, it's important to voice it, but there's a way to voice your opinion. There's a way to voice how you feel without belittling, without being indecent to other people. Exactly, exactly. So um, my, my fear is for people is a lot of people today just don't know how to communicate i feel like communication Mm -hmm. is a lost art Mm -hmm. and i feel like people really struggle because we are such in a self uh, self identity i I don't i don't know what to call it but basically where we are so focused on self that it's really hard to hear the other side, to hear where the other person is coming from, to be understanding, have sympathy, compassion, mm-hmm. and all of those things for the other well, side. You can't even have a, a, a decent debate anymore without it turning into arguments and name calling. And I'm like, oh my gosh, some of these comments on my video that I'm going to talk about with you guys in just a moment, but some of them just like so aggressive and so much anger behind it. And it's like, that's a reflection as you as a person. You're projecting how you, you know, how you feel and how you've been treated and you're doing it on other people. Yeah, I think that's something that's really, really interesting to me is, and we're going to have multiple conversations about this because it does bring up so many funny stories, but just so many conversations about how social media impacts how people interact with one another. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm a person that really loves sociology. I'm a person that really loves like understanding humans and how it all works. And it's really fun, interesting and funny at times um, to see that and to see people, people's comments, like that there's a lot of supporting comments on your posts, Mm -hmm. but then there's just like, immediate anger just immediate like mm-hmm. uh, you know it, and it blows my mind because um well, they're, they're really missing a lot of underlying things exactly and even the people that are for mask you know there's some people that are for wearing masks and they you know they can you know lay out their point of view without getting upset and like saying you know hurt, hurtful things towards me like you can that's called debating like you can prove your point in a decent way without tearing that other person down. Yeah. Um, so what happened to me, um, this was like a few weeks ago, maybe a little longer than that now. Um, my oldest son, Boston, is in basketball. I, well, his dad actually, we take turns like enrolling them in different sports and such. And his, and obviously his dad and I are not together. We're divorced. And his dad enrolled him into the Legacy Center. And on you know we have we switch every other weekend he has the kids i have the kids it was my weekend you know he had a basketball game at the legacy center and prior to this they had canceled it for two weeks so no basketball and we paid for this like we both we we split it you know we paid for our son to play basketball at the legacy lehigh legacy center no basketball games because governor herbert did a mandate order changed everything you know, just kept making things tighter and tighter. And so that changed that. And then all of a sudden, like, okay, the legacy's back open again for basketball. Well, now they've changed it to, you know, having just your immediate family watch the kids play to one parent per 
you know, child that's enrolled, which, you know, already frustrates me because I want to go watch my son play basketball every time. I don't want to miss his basketball games. That's time that I'm never going to get back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking out the window. My dog's is taking the biggest shit right now. <laughs> it's a golden doodle. He's big and I will see it. Oh my gosh. Charles, you're so disgusting. Why did he have to do it right there? I have a window that looks out into my backyard. Anyways. <laughs> Gosh. This button's getting Once upon a time. <laughs> so what, where was I at? My train of thought completely gone. Um, and I know people are, you know, are obviously arguing the fact, but there's people dying out there. And I'm not saying that obviously I don't feel bad for that. That's happening. But when the statistics are 99.6% survival rate, I'm sorry. I'm If you have a compromised immune system, just stay home. Stay home. Why do you have to make the majority that are asymptomatic or that are not dying of COVID suffer like this? And, and I say suffer because the suicidal rate is the highest it's ever been, yeah. which was in you know 2020. is the highest it's ever been yeah. because of COVID. And the, you know, what it's doing to businesses and people losing their jobs. And these businesses will never, you know, re regain their strength ever again. They'll yeah. be out forever. My whole thing is, what happens if you ruin the economy and then you stay alive and still have to live with a broken economy? Exactly. Yeah. Long-term consequences. I'm, I'm a person, like, that always looks into long-term consequences mm -hmm. because everything has a reaction. Of course. Um. And so I often think about that. I think about the economy for my son mm -hmm. and his, I mean, like us as adults and young adults, just trying to break through can be very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, our parents have even said, I would not want to grow up in this generation to try to make a living because it's extremely difficult. Now you have to understand all we're doing is amplifying that more for the next generation. Yeah. So if you think it's hard right now to earn a buck and to be successful, to, to kind of get ahead in life right now, mm -hmm. just imagine we're creating inflation. Why? Because we're continuing to damage the economy because of what we're having to do over a Band-Aid effect right now. Exactly. It's, it's not an easy conversation because yes, it's human lives, but there's human lives on both sides of the of the spectrum here. There's so many other diseases out there. Like here, let's just throw one out there. Cancer. That's huge. People are dying of cancer. And it's like, if you have cancer, so you, so one person has cancer, so you're going to make everybody wear a mask. Like it doesn't, right. it's not logic. Right. And then you have all these people go in these grocery stores that are all like, you know, close together and like, you know, with all their families, but then you say, oh, one parent per child and I, and we can't sit together. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. There's no logic in it. You know, just like an airline. I saw a picture today of people doing six feet apart in an air, in a um, airport. Then they board the airline and they're all like packed in there like sardines. Yeah. Where's the logic in that? And that's why I'm saying question this logic. It doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. I think a lot of logic came from a reactive stance of hurry, let's do whatever we can. You know, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. But no, a lot it doesn't. It's like a lot of reactive, and when, and when and you know it's reactive because all logic kind of goes out the door. Mm -hmm. And and not only that, but you're trying to control billions of people, millions of people. Like you're trying to control all of these people to do one thing. It's literally an impossible thing. Well, I just, I, I it really honestly like it. And I'm not like the smartest person. I never say that I'm a smart person. I mean, but I feel like I'm a very logical person. Right. You know, I look and I'm like, okay, this is, this is weird. I'm looking at the facts right here when, you know, the, the tight mandate to everybody wear a mask goes back into effect. And then the COVID cases rise. And I say co cases, I'm not saying death rates. I'm saying cases, majority, majority of people that test positive are not getting, they're asymptomatic. And that's even if the actual tests are accurate. There's a lot of tests out there that are saying that there's positive COVID tests that people haven't even tested for. Right. Right? Like, right. Okay, are you? It, well, and see, this is why this becomes a difficult conversation is because 
there's always going to be someone that has a rebuttal to anything you of say. Of course, yeah. So no matter what we say, no matter what we do, but like right now you might be upset listening. You might be on the other side. You might side. have had someone that died of COVID or, yeah. you know. You might be saying like, you know, oh, you guys are assholes and sensitive mm-hmm, and things mm-hmm. like that. And that's not what we are saying. We're just trying to have some logical conversations. We're looking at it as a, at a logical yeah. viewpoint. That's yeah. what we're doing right now. And and you might say that we're wrong. Like this is why the conversation never goes anywhere. And I try to tell and explain to people this is why I actually don't have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Is because there's always someone ready to fight back with another one because you're not asking for my understanding. You're not asking mm-hmm. for anything. We're not mm-hmm. trying to get anywhere. We're just trying to prove that we're right. Yeah, and exactly. The the problem with that is like this is why it's all about self. It has nothing to do with like the bigger picture. Otherwise, we would all see, oh, like we would understand economically. Mm-hmm. This is really bad. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing yeah. is really bad. Everyone's excited about these stimulus checks that are coming out, and blows my mind. It's extremely, <laughs> extremely bad for a country who yeah. is already in debt mm-hmm. because f- there's no such thing as free money. So there's mm-hmm. always going to be a consequence. What does that mean? It means it's coming out of your tax dollars. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Unemployment is going to go up. You know why? Because minimum wage is going to go up. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because that's what businesses have to do to stay in business because of the consequences of everything that's happening. If minimum wage goes up, and I know this is really important if you earn minimum wage because you might be excited. You might be like, I'm going to get a pay raise. Mm-hmm. You have to understand what that does to the bottom line. And when the bottom line goes up, so do the prices. You have to understand <laughs> how the economy works. Mm-hmm. And the big picture is if you're going to survive in this pandemic, you're going to suffer the consequences mm-hmm. of inflation. Understand that. That's why it's so important that we figure out a better solution for small business owners mm-hmm. to run their businesses, mm-hmm. not shut them down, exactly. not to close out. Exactly. We have to figure out logical things, but we're not because we don't think about those things. If you don't own a business and you just are, I well, it's fine. They, they have to pay me no matter what. Mm-hmm. Me as a business owner, I'm going to say, no, I don't. You got to get fired because I can't afford to hire you. Exactly. You know, you have to think about those long-term mm-hmm. co- consequences consequences we are all more connected than most people realize Mm -hmm. and our lives are are dependent on each other and if we can think like that we'll work better and and these governors and you know big you know government people that we don't know the elites or whatever how is it that their paycheck they're never you know skipping a paycheck and it keeps increasing that should frustrate you right there yeah because that's you know we're all suffering but you keep getting a paycheck and it's increasing by like like 20 40 50 60 70 percent what yeah actually there was like this guy on tiktok and his daughter is interviewing he's a retired spy mm-hmm. and he said i actually believe that world war three will be based on a class warfare mm. and i was like oh you're like, something actually like yeah like i yeah. can see this happening uh-huh. yeah and he's like it's closer than you think interesting and he's like, not many people will survive. I was like, this is all scary, but very, very interesting, sir. <laughs> Good to know. I'll put it in my bucket. But just, sorry to go back and tell you what, guys, what happened. We kind of got on got off on a tangent, but I think it was something that pertained to this. So you guys needed to hear what we thought about it. But um, so basically, yeah. So it was my weekend. I had my boys, and finally Boston got to play basketball again. And they just changed the rule. The and it's not even what do you call them, mandates which is completely different than a law. Let me just say that it's not a law. So don't let mandate scare you. They mandate this um, new rule at the legacy center saying only one parent per child. And I'd heard, I'd heard about this like a day or two prior. And I, you know, and I didn't want to go out and like hustle for a babysitter. I probably could have gotten one. I probably could have. Now you got a list of them. Well, now I have like, <laughs> I have babysitters for every day of the week. I don't even ever have to see my kids. Yeah. I said, I need a babysitter. Just kidding. No, I really don't. But I love being with my kids. I don't want to like, I hit my youngest son, Tucker. He's four. Boston's six. Um, but Tucker's soon to be five. They're only like a little over a year apart. Tucker should be able to go with his mom and watch his brother play basketball. Like those are memories that we will never get back if we if it doesn't happen true and his dad works it's not like you just take him to his dad's you know when he doesn't have the kids he's working 
it's not like it's it's an easy drop off and i have no family here either so i really my my support is very small and that's why i'm like i've committed to doing everything with my kids which is fine and before anyone says well why didn't matt watch him <laughs> let's just set this straight because once we start crossing those lines they think that i'm the servant well they already the do matter. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, I mean, that's not, even though I am watching your son soon, by the way, so you owe me. Just, okay, anyways. But think about it. If we did have a babysitter now, we wouldn't have cotton candy. <laughs> right? Yeah, this is true. This is true. And I was upstairs. That says a lot. Um, anyways, and so we go into the Legacy Center, both my sons, and this is before I was, I didn't like wearing masks, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to respect the facility. If they ask me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. That was my mentality prior to this. And so I put a mask, not that I even liked it or even thought that there's any logic. I'm like, this sucks. There's stupid. This is, there's no logic behind wearing masks. Even on the box of masks, it says, will not protect you from COVID-19. Yeah. Now, how, I mean, right there, it tells you it's not going to protect you. So why are we still wearing masks? Blows my mind. So anyways, I mean, it's nice for bad breath. That helps. So, you know, bad, it does bad, do something. Bad teeth. Yeah, there you go. Else. That's great. You Sometimes know, if you've got you some acne going on in the bottom of your chin, throw a mask on. I mean, it does serve some purposes. <laughs> it does. Guys, guys, if you what? have a beard, I'm really, really sorry because you look ridiculous. Right? You it look- like puffs it up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it <laughs> like- sucks. I would just shave that off if you're going to be wearing <laughs> a mask all the time. so small. Yeah. But we I, sh- I always think that they miss it. I was like, dude, you missed your face. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, and that should be your choice. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, don't. Where's our freedom? Where's our choice to choose? Like, it's com- it's completely being stripped for no logical reason. And so we go in there. We're wearing masks. She checks, you know, this. she was very nice at the door. This younger girl checks our temperature. All three of us, we have no temperature. We're wearing a mask. We walk in, okay? And then I get down to the door or the, like the opening of the gymnasium. And there's this older lady there with like shoulder length, like kind of blonde hair. She, she like, I'm really good at reading people and reading their energy. She already looks like she's pissed off. It's like she already has a chip on her shoulder. She's already waking up. On the she's already to like fight. She, she was like up there, like opening the rec center because she has a job. And she's pissed off. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I could tell, like I could read people the minute I come and start like, not even like talking to you, just like standing in front of you. I can already tell if you're hey, going to be- Susan. An ass happy. or you got not. a paycheck coming up. It's Karen. <laughs> so Karen was at the door. As minimum wage raises, you got a paycheck coming up. There you go. Hey, good. Yay. You got it. So Karen was at the door. I mean, I don't know her real name. Just call her Karen. And so she's yeah, I like, I said, salad, Susan. The first thing she says, not like greeting me, but I'd be like, hi, thank you so much. Welcome. She's like one parent per child. And I was like, okay, I'm the parent. And she goes, and then we start to walk in and she stops me and she goes, you can't take your son. And I said, well, I'm a single mom and I don't have anybody else to watch him and I'm not going to go frantically looking for a babysitter. So if you're having a problem with it, you are more than likely to call the police. And I walked in. Yeah. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> the longest time I thought I said, I said. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we walked in. I took my both my sons that are four and, five, or four and six. And I sat on the bleachers. Tucker sat right next to me. We're still wearing our masks. And Boston, they start playing basketball. Minutes later, she comes over to me and she's standing right in front of me. She brings reinforcement, which is my neighbor's son, actually. And he did recognize me, come to find out. I didn't, <laughs> I I just, I thought he didn't recognize me because the way he just like totally did nothing. Not that he's going to like jump in and like, bitch, get out the way, you know? Like, I don't expect that. I don't expect special treatment. But maybe you'd be like, listen, like she's not bothering anybody. Like maybe try to talk some sense and have some logic here. Yeah. But literally just did nothing but helped her enforce. If he claimed your child, then you would have been good. Yeah. Like, I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever now, has to be done. Whatever has Do to be done to get the job done. No. So we're sitting in the police. She comes over and she goes, ma'am, you're going to have to leave. I'm sorry. You can't be here. And I was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And I looked at her and I said that. And then all the parents behind me, they started getting frustrated because you could tell there was so much built up frustration that there's these single parents. And I'm not necessarily saying all of them were single. They were at the time. Utah's because divorce rate has gone up <laughs> since COVID started. Everything's too. fucking <laughs> gone up, down, whatever in 2020. Everyone's single. Oh my gosh. 
But they were get, you know, one parent stood up. She's like, this is bullshit. I want my money back. I'm canceling my membership. Like they all started like fighting for me. They're like, she's a single mom, leave her alone. You know, and they're like, she's not bothering us. Now you have a mass of crowd right here behind me saying that we don't have a problem with Even things. Even the governor's son, apparently. Oh, no, not the, not the, oh yeah, he was Remember? there at the Basel. Remember, he supported you. Yeah. Never stood up though. <laughs> yeah, he didn't stand up, but he supported me in secret, secretively. And thank you secret. for Governor Herbert for sending the message. He supports us too. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> oh, by the way, and you know what, we should post that on uh, Instagram, right? We're going to get in trouble for this one. I don't care. We're, so, you know, um, yeah, Governor Herbert apparently doesn't like all the rules either, but he's, he's mandating them. And he doesn't follow them either. So that's a whole nother story in itself. So, <laughs> right. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So I, so she's, and then I, I said, I'm not moving. Sorry. I'm not leaving. My son's playing basketball. I'm not bothering anybody. We're both wearing masks. And my son and I are sitting next to each other. We are distant, like at least six feet away from everybody else. It's not like we're smudged in there. It's not like there wasn't enough room on these bleachers. We're, there, there's no way in hell that we're causing any problems or breaking out sickness or anything. If we're following the rules of work, be six feet apart, wear a mask, right? Those are the main rules, right? Right. We followed all those. Mm -hmm. Then there shouldn't be a problem according to their logic. Yeah. So it doesn't, it, it blows well, my mind. And so then, so just real quick to finish this. So then she grabs the basketball from the referee. I kid you not. Karen grabbed the basketball, holding it in her hand. She goes, "Sorry, we're they're not going to they're not allowed to play anymore until you leave." So now she's stopping the whole team, all the kids playing if I don't leave. I, I picture like recess right now. It's based yeah, right? A bully? Yeah, at recess. Taking the ball. I've had that happen. So it's, it's just like I'd be traumatized So are you having PTSD right yeah, now? Yeah, I probably would at that moment. Like, oh. Like, no, no, no. PTSD's Who, who did it? it? Who did it? <laughs> Our playground's ruined. <laughs> yeah, she straight up had the ball in her hand, and I'm just like, and then then the parents really started getting pissed. But um, and just to let you guys know, I don't know if anybody left after I did. I ended up leaving because I was like, you know, this is getting out of hand. This is freaking ridiculous. I'm not gonna like, I, I'm done. Like, I don't right. want to. I don't want to be the cause for everybody else's kids not to play. Which maybe I should have stayed. And what it sounded like when you went, <laughs> basically play ball and everybody just sit there and like in shock play support. right as a mom as a parent it is so hard to take your your child out of something that they love but i had to show them and i had to prove a point and i had to show them that mom's not going to stand down mom is going to fight for what she believes in and for her rights mm -hmm. and that was a big lesson i needed to teach both my boys that day right and the thing that i find interesting that a lot of people are missing it had nothing to do with masks. It didn't. And on the the comments, so people who are, if you are watching this and you're like watching her video, if you're like, it's about a mask, wear a mask. It's not. It no, has nothing, nothing to do. I wore yeah. a freaking mask. And what what's interesting is the message that you got from um, one of Governor Herbert's relatives was- As it was his daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law. Well, I wasn't going to- She married his son. Yeah, I'm calling her out. Call her out. I didn't say her name. She's right. a daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law. Hopefully you have more than one. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's obvious. She has blonde hair. Go on. Um, <laughs> well, the message that she sent was the from Governor Herbert's mouth, mm -hmm. unless she lied, that's the only way we're going to get in trouble for this, mm -hmm. unless she lied, but basically saying how Governor Herbert didn't approve of how the Legacy Center handled that. Mm -hmm. He didn't approve of how you were being treated and there should be something done. P.S. Governor Herbert, you're the one to do something about it. Yeah. You <laughs> you're the totally, one to do something about it. Gov <laughs> Not someone. <laughs> exactly. Governor Herbert, if you're watching this, which you probably are, I know you're a big fan of the Becca Hayes show. I totally get it. <laughs> totally get it. Um, but if you are, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you can make a difference. You can say, you know what? I'm going to man up and I'm going to revoke these ridiculous, non-logical mandates and everybody can live their life and the businesses can flourish yet again. And people cannot be scared anymore. You can make a difference, but I know it's probably hard if you get, you know, paid big bucks to be quiet. True. I. You can make a change. You can change this. Yeah. Reading that message from his daughter-in-law, the one thing that I said immediately was, if he said that, 
if he really said those things mm-hmm. and as a leader has done nothing, that shows that you're a coward. Yep. That's where my respect is lost is where you, when, when you're saying someone should do something, it's like, you, you are that someone. When you're We all voted you in. Yeah. We all selected you as a governor. Why don't you man up? You have the power right now to change it. Yeah. So he could easily change it or he could even call me or message me on Instagram. I've tagged you in a lot of things, Governor Herbert. So I know you know about me. Yeah. So in my thing, like, and I train and coach and I've been through trainings and things like that with leadership. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the kind, these are the kind of issues. Like when you f- see the people that quote unquote follow you and they're in a dismay and there mm-hmm. is conflict and mm-hmm. there's so many like being mistreated and things like that. And you don't do anything. You don't address it. How many views does this video have? We're we, almost at 200,000. Almost at 200,000 mm-hmm. on just Instagram. Yeah, not even counting Facebook's up there too. But I don't even know how many times we've shared it. Mm-hmm. And so it's all of these a lot. things, like I know that you're seeing these videos and they're happening to your mm-hmm. citizens who you are supposed to protect. Mm-hmm. And just because they're not in guidance with like your belief systems doesn't make it right. You can't pull one way. You have to understand like as a leader, you have to do more. Mm-hmm. You have to do more and you have to be brave enough and you have to be okay with sometimes like maybe I didn't Kurt, explain this enough. Maybe yeah. I didn't give enough yeah. clarity to this. Bravery and, and, and courage is just literally gone right now. Yeah, that's what the it, scary part. It really is. It saddens me so much that people don't understand how to be brave and how to have courage. There, it's We're living in fear. Yeah, there, there was one... Uh, podcast that I was listening to but they were talking to an old vet like from Pearl Harbor and mm-hmm. things like that and one of the things he said about this generation is you guys are just weak yeah just weak and I totally agree like, uh, me too weak. like why are we living in fear why are we not fighting back against the government <laughs> and, and I think that's why we're being so candid on this podcast right now yeah and why we're not being afraid because we shouldn't be afraid I'm of those not that, yeah like the ones that are supposed to be working for us Mm -hmm. like they're controlling everything yeah we should not be in fear of them right we the people not we the government have we forgotten that have we forgot that we hold the power that we are just willingly giving it away by you wearing these masks unless you really are just scared and you really want a mask like again that should be your choice but if you're willingly wearing these masks and you hate that and you don't you don't agree with it Stop wearing the fucking mask. I'm so tired. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to get very passionate here in a minute. I'm not angry. I'm just passionate, okay? I'm like, I, I should I should have been born in the Italian family, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you guys you know, don't know uh, passion until you get the phone calls at 12 at night, just ranting. And I'm right? Like, I, great, great. We'll talk about this tomorrow. <laughs> well, I just sounded like Woody the Woodpecker when I laughed. Um, no, I am so tired of my friends coming to me, or not just my friends, but random people, whatever, saying, I hate the mask too. I hate doing this, that, the other. And then all of a sudden I see them walking into uh, Costco with the mask on. Guess what? I, and I'm going to tell you my Costco experience here in a minute, but why are you doing that? Why are you following the crowd? Stand up for what you believe in, have courage, have bravery. Don't support a corporation that have people harassing you. And that's what it is. It's harassment, harassing you to put a mask on. Yeah. The biggest thing is if you are doing things out of fear, that should alone be the scary thought. Exactly. Um, I, I'm just a huge believer of not living a life of fear. I, there's, I mean, I coach clients and I talk to them all the time. And one of the biggest things is anxiety. Why? Because you're taught to live in fear. Mm-hmm. Fear of what could possibly happen because you're not equipped with the tools or the knowledge of how to handle problems problem solving skills is really like diminished in mm-hmm. people today and they they want things to be easy they want things to be comfortable they want things immediately well and so in the people that are saying oh this is just going to eventually i'm just going to go with it it's going to eventually just pass over it's not mm-hmm. it's going to get way worse than it is now and guess what we have the chance we the people have the opportunity to stop this to speak up and to take our power back because we've willingly given our power completely to the government 
And what, what does that mean when we give our power away to the government? Socialism. Socialism. It really, it's turning into that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think it's turning into that, you need to step back and look at the bigger picture and look at, look at how everything is turning that way. Yeah, it's it, it definitely is. And it's something that we should be very concerned about. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that everything is pivoting um, and the direction and how it all works. I mean, you have to understand how this all plays out and how this just, it, it starts with, it's just like, I always use the analogy of like a thread on a sweater. If you keep pulling at it, yep. sooner or later it all comes unraveled and it just starts with one little thread. And that's how the big problems in, in change is like slowly inputted into us. So yeah, like that, that scares me uh, more for my child's future. Don't wear a mask if you don't want to. Don't go, don't support businesses, corporations. If you, when you walk in their store without a mask and they start harassing you, don't support, don't ever go back. There is other businesses. And I know you think like, oh, everybody's doing it. They're not. Right. There are businesses out there that know the actual law, by the way, they can get in big trouble. There's a $75,000 fine for discrimination against someone with medical issues. And you could throw that back in their face as well. We don't know who, who are these people that have medical issues that can't wear a mask because that's changing their oxygen levels. Yeah. And the only way to know that is if you have a professional medical doctor at the door. Okay. So unless you hire a doctor to sit at your door and the doctor checks each person before he walks into your business, checks your all your vital signs and says, you're okay to wear a mask, you are not allowed by law, at least Utah law, not allowed by law to tell them that they have to put a mask on. You guys need to look at your laws, look at your state logs, laws, look at the business. Business owners have to sign an, a, a discrimination agreement. This is a this is going against laws. Mandate like, is not a law. Like right now, I'd probably struggle with a mask. I'll be honest. Like I'm, I kind of had like a little day cold, whatever. That's mm-hmm. why I kind of sound funny right now. Mm-hmm. And like if I laugh, I'm like wheezy. It's because I have asthma. Mm. and I'm around her cats right now. So <laughs> so it's all a bad combination. I can't breathe. <laughs> so Exactly. So like me wearing a mask like right now, but I don't have a card. I don't, I don't, I've never had like a card to be like, I have asthma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, and mm-hmm. so like those kind of things, like wearing a mask would be uncomfortable if I'm walking around the store or anything like right now. Like I'm healthy. Like I'm good. Well, there's, like, but, there's other businesses that, and, and some don't even put the sign out that masks are mandatory, which are my favorite businesses, but I get it. I get that you're scared and I get that you're, the government is scaring you into, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars of fines. But I want you to know the agreements that you signed as a business owner, go back and look at those because you have, you could have a lot bigger lawsuits on hand, yeah, a lot bigger fines. But there are businesses that even put, you know, wear a mask, do your part, whatever, in the window. But do they have to enforce it? Like when you come in and, and they ha- tell their employees to harass you? No. no, they don't. Yeah, some of these businesses and are crossing lines with harassment. It is. Um, there are some that are, <clears throat> like, you just have to understand, like, you can't do half the things that you think that you can and you don't have to do half the things that you think that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you just have to be very, very careful. You have to, like, there. you don't have to close your doors. You have the right to own and operate your business. And if you do, like, or if you feel like you're being threatened, if the police are trying to give you fines or whatever, close you down, guess what? Sue the state. Mm-hmm. You will win. Mm-hmm. It will not uphold. You can sue the state because it's not a law. It has to be ran through legislation and it hasn't. What is important to understand, it has nothing to do with, well, why can't you just wear a mask? Just wear it and be a lot easier. This is a talk about freedoms. This is Mm -hmm. a talk about rights, human rights. And we have to do, like, in past generations, the people were like passionate about the constitution mm-hmm. and making sure yeah. that the constitution was in line at all times. They had pride like for the country. Mm-hmm. They had pride for what we stood for as a country. And I feel like that's lost. It is. That is definitely like, off balance for sure. 
like if you see a flag on the ground and that doesn't disturb you to where you want to go pick it up, like what's wrong mm-hmm. with you? Exactly. Like what is wrong with you? If you don't have respect for the armed forces, if you don't have respect for the police officers, if you don't have respect for firefighters, paramedics, what is wrong with you? Like, stop mm-hmm. being so mm-hmm. selfish and have some pride and dignity because mm-hmm. we have you. You have the ability to talk and speak your mind like you do. The reason why you do is because of them, not because of anything else. Mm-hmm. You don't like you don't take a bullet to the head for our, your freedom. No, don't. Someone already did that for you. And if you don't understand that, like, well, it's sad. And I'm sorry, like, for you people that are living in fear because you don't believe in, you know, you're like, I don't really believe that the masks are very logical. They don't really do much, but I'm scared because I'm scared to get fined or I'm scared that people are going to harass me. Like, living in fear, what's the point of living? Yeah, exactly. I'd rather have that nobility, that courage and say, I least stood up for what I believe in mm-hmm. than not to. Yeah. That should, you should ask yourself that. Do I have nobility? Do I have courage to actually, if I'm so fed up and I say, I hate masks, but then I go put one on and go through the store. That's a coward to me. Yeah. I th- I've talked to other foreign people uh, and, and they've, I've talked to them about how they view us and they just laugh at us. You know why? Because they say that you guys are so lucky you don't even realize it and yet you complain about the most stupid things you have the most oppor- grandest opportunities to create success and whatever it is that you want we don't have that opportunity back in our country if, well we did yeah well, it's being did. taken it's away being taken right away now from us yeah but like it's it's those kind of things where like in the younger generation like you have to understand like you have to put your like want to feel good we're so stuck in this this idea that you're supposed to feel good all the time and that you have to make other people feel good all the time. And I'm not saying to be an undecent human being, mm-hmm. but like sometimes that is a confliction of beliefs and morals that you, you're you missing the big picture here. Mm-hmm. And that's like the conversation with like these whole masks or no masks is that people are losing that like human ethics and like what we're actually giving up by believing in it, by by saying it's okay, you can mm-hmm. force me to do whatever I want. Yeah, you know that that there's something wrong with that. Well, I mean, it, and do I? You know, I'd be lying right now if I don't get a little nervous when I walk in a store without a mask. I do. I'm the minority. Welcome to my life. Right. <laughs> I finally get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the minority. Everybody Everyone's that like, doesn't know yeah. that he's he's. What are you Korean? Korean. Okay. Sorry. People are like. <laughs> I get weird looks. I'd be like, yeah, well, yeah, that's the story of my life. Everyone always yeah. gives me weird. Even Asians give me weird looks. Well, no. Like, why is that Asian dress like that? No, I walk <laughs> in and I still, even even places that I know are safe that have a a mask sign in front of their doors, but they don't, they don't harass you if you're not wearing a mask. And like, I was in Smith's today. And for some reason, I felt like, like I was looking behind my back and I thought there was a worker after me. And I just was like, hey, here we go. Let's do this. And like, she just walked past me. And I was like, this is sad. This is sad that I have this fear, that I have to be scared of getting harassed when I'm spending money at your business. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I love Smiths. I think they're doing a great job, by the way. Like, I'm not saying, I'm just telling you like why, like I, I have this PTSD when I walk in places without masks because I refuse, I'm doing my part. I refuse to be uh, a sheeple. Yeah. And I'm going to say, it. I refuse to be a part of the crowd. I'm going to demand my freedom back. And I went into, you know, this is a couple of weeks. This is after the legacy incident. And by the way, I know that we mentioned the video a couple of times after I got back home from the legacy, I took my son out of the game. Um, I went on and I did a live and that's what we were talking about. So when you're like, oh, I got $200,000 or $200,000, dollars We got no money. <laughs> we got, not yet. We got, you know, 200,000 views. I, I went live on Facebook and then I also shared it to Instagram and that's what's like went viral. Well, I went into Costco, this is like a week later, and I know Costco, I've never not worn a mask in Costco, and I have a membership, I've been, you know, a member holder for, gosh, I want to say 15 years. Wow, Prior to, I was very dedicated. I used to promote for Costco for- Is that longer than your marriage? Yeah. <laughs> I love Costco. I used to talk about Costco, I'd tag them all my stories, and they would like it and say, thank you for sharing. 
very committed to Costco. Like I did majority of my shopping there and I love that they had organic brands and stuff like that. So I went in and I had my mask in my hand, but I didn't put it on. And so like, you know, I got in and I never put my mask on and I did all my shopping. I filled my cart and I was already like in the back of my mind. If I, if I get harassed to willingly give up my membership, because I can't say one thing and do another. That is not my character. And that's how a leader should be. That's how our governor should be. That's how other governors should be. Mm -hmm. And I, I went in there and then I was standing in line and the lady that navigates the line told me to put my mask on. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, thank you. I don't want to wear it. And then she said, ma'am, you're going to have to wear your mask. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'll just cancel my membership today. She left me alone, but I think she went and got reinforcement. Another Karen, I don't know her name. She was a little bit taller, blonde hair, short, short hair, short blonde hair. She came over to me. I literally, the guy at the checkout stand did not say, you know, anything rude to me. Smile. We smiled back and forth, which was so nice. Like he could see my smile and you can just tell that like, yeah. it, it just was cool to see someone else's smile. I didn't see his, but cause they make him wear a mask, but you know, we had some good conversation. He scanned all my groceries. I paid for my groceries already. Mm-hmm. Then the Karen came over and she's like, ma'am, you're going to have to put your mask on. I said, I'm sorry. I'm leaving. I'm on my way out. I'm going to cancel my membership. I will never shop here again. Mm-hmm. I will never shop at Costco. This is the Costco in Lehigh, uh, Lehigh, Utah. And she's like, sorry, if you want these groceries, you're going to have to put your mask on. <laughs> Which is funny because she already bought them. Right? The and I'm like, wait a minute. Done. It's uh, These are my groceries. She went over and like basically grabbed the receipt out of the checker's hand and refunded me. If you're a lawyer, what is the policy? Like if she Yeah, is there any it, lawyers it, listening? Because I like might have your, a case. Yeah, doesn't that mean it's like your property? I don't even know. Well, even back it up a little bit prior to that, I've been a member for like, tw- you know, 12, 10, 12 years plus. Mm-hmm. I didn't sign anything saying I'd wear a mask. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that, what? what is that called when you break the- Breaching mi- of contract? Bre- breaching of contract. So I don't know. We might have to seek uh, legal Some, counsel on this. Yeah. So let me know if there's a lawyer listening, you know, reach out to me and uh, let me know if I have a case, but super frustrating. Then she walked me. So she refunded my groceries, walked me over to their little stand where they do the memberships, um, you know, retract my membership, which is fine. I was going to cancel anyways, you know, if I got harassed and then I left and come to find out that this has happened to other people. Costco is known for harassing their customers and I will never, even when, even when, and if the, the mass mandates go away, they have lost this loyal customer. I will never shop there again. They would literally have to reach out and like say, I'm sorry. And like basically kiss my ass for me to think about going back there. We kiss your ass. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm not, I am going to do my part. And I expect people that feel the same way that I do to do their part and not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. Yeah. I'm so frustrated. We will never get anywhere if you just talk about it and not take action. I'm, so is the surprising part is I'm surprised Costco isn't training their employees on how to treat people. Right? I, that, that like for me is blowing my mind that a corporate company like that who has such a good reputation. They what used this, to be wonderful. Yeah. Up to this, like yeah. you guys have been amazing. Um, and so I'm blown away that the training to your employees on how to handle this has been so poor because mm-hmm. you're actually crossing lines of harassment. Um, breach of contract, breach everything. Of, yeah. Like there's so many things. It's not in the shopper's contract to wear masks. Yeah. And, and no one has to do it. No one has to listen to a mandate. You don't even have to wear your seatbelt. Is there consequences with the law? Yeah. But like, that's a law. Your employees, you can tell your employees to wear it because it's company policy. Mm-hmm. That's totally different. If they want to keep their job, they better wear a mask. Well, and, and even real quick, going with the, you know, the employees that have reached out to me, be like, well, what if I do, what if my job, you know, mandates me to wear these masks or I get fired? Like, what am I, I'm going to be out of a job. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? For me, I would go get another job. I would not work for a company that right. mistreats people like that. Yeah. Go and get another job. If your employees are wearing a mask and masks truly work, nothing should get in, nothing should go out. They're safe. And right. I, you know, that would be a logical approach. Right. So w- your employees, their protection is your job. It's not mm-hmm. my job as an employee or a customer. It's not my job to make sure that your employees are safe. There's never been that kind of like law. Mm-hmm. It's your job. 
you know that's why you have like the uh like protections that you do in your insurance policies because it's your job it's your job to protect them it's your job to protect uh, you know and and so wearing a mask i'm i'm confused does it work does it not work does it let things in but nothing out i also love that you can wear a face shield that like stops at the chin <laughs> and like all of a sudden a virus is like oh there's a wall <laughs> what i can't get past that i can't what <laughs> Not knowing no. that, like, if you breathe in, it can just be circulating right? up because it's air particles. Well, and then it's not even like it's it's just a like a covering. Like some pl a majority of places, like, will accept a bandana over your face. Yeah. Okay, so that's not even medical grade. Yeah, that's true. Some <laughs> no people are buying like ski logic. masks and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, I'm just gonna rob your store. I'm right? I mean, gosh, that's what I feel like. Really, it's a lot easier to rob these stores because your face is all. Be, I'd be more concerned. I'd be more concerned about that if I was a business owner. How about this? How about we do our part? If you truly believe the way I do, the way that Matt and I both do, like, do your part, take action. We, the people are supposed to be in control, but we're not. We are literally handing it over to the government and they are getting richer. They're not getting any paychecks missed, nothing like that. They're they're making money off of this COVID thing. Wake up and see it. You know, a great thing to watch on YouTube, and I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know if you watched him out, but it's called Fall of Cabal and Cabal spelt with a C. And there's 10 parts of it. And that will really open your eyes you know, is an independent filmmaker that made this combined with a lot of other people that have experienced everything in Hollywood. Um, it really puts a lot of things in perspective. It's been blocked multiple times because, you know, the mainstream media doesn't want it getting out. You know, it's very highly controlled, very censored. Um, it steers you one way of believing something. So Fall of Cabal is great because it gives you the insider view of actually what's going on. Um, and whether you believe some of it or not, I think everybody should at least watch it because if you're going to argue anything, like you should look at both sides. So watch Fall of Cabal. It's on YouTube and there's 10 parts. I think part number five, you have to go to a certain website because it's too graphic for YouTube. So keep that in mind, but check it out and let me know. I would love for you to message me. I'm on Facebook, uh, but it's just Becca Hayes spelled with, you know, no E H A Y S Becca's B E C K A. Um, also on Instagram, Becca Hayes, the same way. And then, you know, you can reach out to Matt, like he might be able to get back to you faster, but we would love to know your feedback of that and what you're really feeling and, you know, how you can help reach out to us and we'll let you know. Yeah. And also like, if you're watching this and you, the whole time, all you thought is like, we don't care about human life. So not true. Don't do that. Educate no. yourself more about what that statement is really saying. Mm-hmm. Um, educate yourself more to to have a better argument than that mm -hmm. and to understand like that's not what we're saying at all um well so. i got blamed and i'm just gonna throw this out real quick and i'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it but um on facebook i had made a post about um it was actually a really nice post i think it was a, it was a picture of me in the snow or looking at this the trees and a good picture right i wonder Gosh. who took that picture <laughs> But anyways, and so it was just, a, it was just a nice post. And I think it was a gratitude post even. And, um, a girl that I, I kind of know, and you know, I'm kind of best friends with, we have a mutual friend and, you know, she had a, uh, a friend, one of her best friends just recently, like within like, I think a day pass away. She says she passed away of COVID. I went and looked at the, she sent a link. I looked, I clicked on the link and it said that she passed away from um, a blood clot that went into her heart. Yeah. That's what it says. But she claims that it was COVID, um, which I, I don't know. I don't, I have no clue who's right or wrong or whatever. I just know what I read. And she flat out said, I blame you a hundred percent for her death. Like that's a bold statement. That is a bold statement. But going back, I could have obviously been really upset and like literally let her have it on my, my feed, mm -hmm. but I have compassion as a human being. And I know that she's hurting and I, I will never get anywhere by telling her that she's a piece of shit. And how dare you say that to me? I won't ever, I won't ever persuade someone's perspective or get anywhere with that kind of anger. And so I just, all I could say back was, Hey, I'm so sorry for your loss. I really am. And I'm sorry you feel that way. I know that you're, I mean, you're in like the beginning stages of grieving. Yep. And I understand. And yep. I do understand because my sister passed away 
um, at a young age. And she was the one I was closest to. She died of cancer. So I know how it is to lose a loved one. And so, and I, and you know, that's good advice for anybody to never, never fight back. Like, you know, with angry intentions, like just always be compassionate and kind and like, they're going to accept it or not. Or maybe later down the road, they'll, they'll understand that you treated them well, at least. And maybe they're finally willing to listen to you. I agree. That's it. That being said. <laughs> that being said, please, uh, you guys, like, we love your feedback. It, we just, do. Just keep it, like, you don't have to be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's simple as that. We're we're not, this whole conversation, we've tried to keep it to to where we aren't doing that. We're just sharing, like. Our experiences. Experiences, where we're Our at. Our beliefs. Uh, with everything going on. Mm-hmm. So, but if anything, leave us a review. We would yeah. love to hear Mm-hmm. We would love to hear your review on our podcast um, and subscribe because we got a lot of fun content coming. Yeah. We, listen, okay. When you subscribe on YouTube, it's actually really fun because we're doing some funny videos. So it's not just all podcasts. Obviously, we're going to post all our podcasts to YouTube, but we're actually, we have some funny. I I bought a cat suit. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> No, give me the upbeat one. Oh nah. shit, give me that one. No, okay, good. anyways, that's I bought good. a cat suit. So we have some fun things planned. So it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be lighthearted. Obviously, this was a heavier, deeper subject, but we are never going to like sweep anything under the rug. We are always going to be 100% genuine, 100% I'm not raw. At all. Yeah, he doesn't clean, apparently. Managers don't clean, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, this is going to be very raw and we're just going to tell you really how we feel and nothing's going to be censored we're not going to be bought i mean yeah i mean how much there's a price for everything there's a price for <laughs> everything. just kidding but anyway so yeah please hit subscribe on youtube we would love to have followers and yeah we'll catch you on the next episode till then <laughs>